Okay, so I have um, forgotten about the podcast. I am a half hour late. So this podcast may just be um, the Paul trying to get a hold of Ben and then talking for an hour because Ben is fed up with Paul not being at the podcast on time. That might be the podcast. That might be that might be it. Probably not though. We're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. Ben sent me the link. I am clicking the Zoom link now. And we're just waiting to see what happens. So I'm joining with video. And um, I have also um, added the Wi-Fi data. I've just gotten a, um, a message from Ben asking me if I want to reschedule. Now, I've already started the podcast. He hasn't seen that yet. He's not sitting uh, where he normally is sitting. But the Zoom has started. And so he is asking me this. Now, I think I can send him a, a thing while the Zoom call is happening. I think I can send him a text, uh, which I'm going to do now. Um, and I'm just going to write, I'm here. And we're going to see what happens. So I'm writing, I'm here uh, to Ben. And of course, the little window thing is, okay, then I've sent it. Um, and now we'll see if he shows up. As, as you may have seen, I, um, I have been late in the past. This is nothing new. However, a half hour is a very late time to join the podcast. And so we're just going to see what happens. I have sent uh, the message to him saying I'm here. And I've started recording, uh, which will hopefully uh, mean, you know, he won't have to stay as long. Uh, but he still will have to... Ben Lawrence! Hey, I'm really sorry, man. Uh, I, I know there is no excuse, but I'll, I'll offer one anyway. Uh, I had to drive Betty to band practice, and it threw all of my timing off. I went home and I was like, oh, I should wash the dishes, so I was washing dishes. Um, and then I saw your text finally. It's a problem that I'm not always online anymore because I miss your um, your emails. Well, I missed your emails prior to this, so that's not a good excuse. Anyway, um, I have started the, the recording. You have? Yes. Okay. Um, now, here's the thing, though. If you can't make it uh, the whole time... We will do a thing where you can leave at the normal time and I'll just talk for a half uh, hour afterwards. No, I'm here. I mean, I I was going to go home in a couple minutes if I didn't hear from you. Yeah, I'm really sorry, Ben. Uh, it's almost uh, as if we've been doing this at the same time every week for years. Yeah, and yet and yet I still <laughs> and uh, yet. miss it. Um. Oh, so the, the, the preamble for this, people have already listened to me um, uh, lament about how I am late 
and uh, how irresponsible that is, etc. All right. So well, sorry, Ben. Says, it's all right, Paul. Uh, I'm going to write in the show notes something that I write in a lot. Today on the show, Paul and Ben talk about why Paul was late today. <laughs> um, you'll notice also, Ben, uh, if you if you see the the picture of me, um, I, you know how I talked about my my hair and how I've tried this new haircut. Jennifer yeah. reminded me that when we were performing as the schoolyard bullies, I had pretty much this exact same haircut. Really? That's I did said. not clock that. Um, yeah. I do notice that your beard is different. Did you did you make an error while shaving and just had to go with it? Um, sort of, but not not exactly. I I was like, I don't think a beard with this haircut works exactly. <laughs> let me see. Let me see what I did. So I so I left as you can see a little uh, a little. This is the actual yeah. go to as is is Stephen by any chance on? Not that I know of. Okay. I believe that you were with us when Steven and I went to the vegan pizza place and had the encounter with the vegan pizza man. Were you along with us? Yeah. That, yes, I was there for that. So as you know, Ben, this is an actual goatee. If you had a mustache and this, it would be a Van Dyke, uh, which which the... Uh, the person that was working at the pizza place, when Stephen called just to, you know... To yell uh, at him. Yell at him. And he didn't yeah. yell. He was very nice about it. But um, called to to uh, offer him suggestions about customer service. He said, you, are you the one I talked to? Um, I don't know. Am I? Uh, <laughs> do you, were you the guy with the goatee? Technically, it's a Van Dyke. He's like, okay, this is the same guy. <laughs> I don't so, remember that exchange. I do remember Stephen uh, telling the guy that just because the guy was having a bad day doesn't mean that Stephen gets crappy customer service. Exactly. And I don't remember exactly what the issue was. I do remember it took a long time to get the pizza. Yeah. So it must have been it, one of those it, things where, like, he called to place the order, and when we got there, it wasn't made yet. Something to that effect. I, all, and I, all I can remember is it was really... It was really late. Yeah. Um, like, and there was other, I don't remember. The, this is why I was wondering if Steven was here, because he, he would probably remember. But there was more to it than just that, I believe. Um, also, uh, that is where I I saw a poster that I will never forget. Um, people posted uh, about their vegan pets. Oh, God. Yeah. And one was, and I'm making up the name Juniper, but this is Juniper. She's a hamster, and she loves blueberries. Uh, this is Juniper. She's a hamster. I'm basically starving her. Uh, yeah. She'll eat whatever I put in her cage. Um, she's so hungry. She, it appears like she really loves blueberries, but she's not getting the proteins and the nutrients that a growing hamster needs. I, I was a vegan at the time that all this was happening, I believe. And still, I, I found that, uh, yeah. You if yeah. you don't have a vegan cat, you have a, a carnivorous cat that you're feeding vegan Your stuff diet. to. It's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, it's funny too. Do you remember the plum? This uh, I do. organic I vegan actually, um, cafe. I, yeah, I took you to the plum uh, occasionally. I um, yes, yes. I would like. I, let's I go went to there, the plum, and you'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, I'll go because I want to hang out with you, but I don't like any food there. Funny, but story. it's also like, what is it about? Uh, people who work at vegan places where they just they lack customer service skills. The Plum was notorious for the workers there being irritable. Do you remember how I learned about the Plum? Uh, I, I don't. Out? No. I I was. This is when I. Uh, this is. We will rarely talk about um, the oh. the little work <laughs> thing, but I will talk about it. This one time, because I think it's it, it works, uh, there was a meeting where they were meeting with the staff to, like, talk to talk to us about the, you know, this is what we're, we're, we're going to be doing. Yeah. This is, you know, we're not going to be invasive. This is how this stuff is going to work. You know, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I was told that it was going to be a half hour. And it ended up extending past that time. And Jennifer and I were going to go out to eat for our anniversary. And I I went to leave, and they're like, "What are you doing? You can't leave yet." I was like, "Well, I have the." So I called her, and I said, "I still have to stay here." And she was, you know, like, "Well, we had these plans, um, and all that." And uh, one of the people on the on the production saw this interaction that I had, and later on uh, got me a gift certificate to Plum because they knew that I was vegan uh, at that time. And so yeah, it was a it was a it, I I ate an expensive vegan meal. Well, they were all expensive. That yep. can't be how you found out about Plum. Yeah, I had never heard of it. Oh, okay. When they uh, when they got oh, the, you know the, what? Got the tickets. All right, I'm was... getting my timelines and vegan restaurants mixed up. You know which one I'm thinking of? I think it's I think it was called the Globe. Oh, the Globe! Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Globe was a completely different thing. Plum was pretty okay. So I was, con I was, I was really interested in in why you thought that the people at Plum were. Um, I was. Know, they, they seemed really I was good. You were my, thinking of the Globe. I was getting my uh, vegan restaurants confused. Yeah, I was thinking of the Globe. But had terrible, slow service, but it was okay because they were always angry at you for yeah. daring to be customers there. Um, you know what I like? The Plum is a decent I, place. <laughs> I liked, yeah, thank you. Uh, and I, I feel better now. Um, I was like, what did they do to Ben? That's no fair. Um, Green Cat. You remember Green Cat? Was that down there on, like, Olive and Denny? Uh, yeah, sort of, yes. Um, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was in near, fact, that triangle that building. Yep, exactly. In, in that, okay. in that, uh, thing. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. Um, I loved Gravity Bar, of course. Uh, we've talked about that before. How I wish there was a Gravity Bar that was still in existence. Ah. That was in, um, you know, whatever that shopping center is that now is QFC Shopping Center um, and Capitol Hill. It's a... The, uh, you know, the Broadway Market? The, you know, uh, the QFC... 
Like, the big one. Everything's and, everything's a QFC now in Seattle. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> the, okay, so um, on the other the Broadway end of market, Capitol Hill, I think is what Broadway you're market. About. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Broadway market used to have um, a place called the Gravity Bar, which I really liked when I was in Seattle. It was good. Uh, it was vegan would, as well. It well, they had vegan uh, options. I don't know if it was always vegan. Like, it might have all been vegan. But um, what? So when you were what 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 pulled you out of your veganism? Um. Well, you know, we we've we've talked about this before. Um, there was dinner in hell, which was what yes. pulled me out of the last veganism I had. But I had I had been vegan prior to that. Um, I was vegan. Okay, so let's talk about how I started being vegan. So Andy, friend of the show, Andy shows up every once in a while on this podcast. Um, he decided to be vegetarian, and he was he was very you know I can't eat that I'm a vegetarian things like that. So I, uh, in an attempt to one up him, became vegan. <laughs> That's how a lot of my stuff starts as a as a oh yeah well I'll show you. Um, so that's what happened. I became I became vegan, uh, out of spite, just to own Andy. Well, yeah, because you know there were times, and and I I don't know if he'll if he'll Andy's much more of a prankster than I am, but I am also I have you know when I'm around him he brings you know some of this stuff out yeah. in me. Um, so you know he would be like, "Hey, um, I can't eat that because I'm I'm vegetarian," and so then I would say, "Oh, I can't eat that because I'm vegan." So there you go. And then I met uh, I met a woman online. Uh, we went to Canada, and I was vegan there in Canada. And then I was vegan when I went to Seattle. And then eventually, at some point in time, I went to St. Louis, and. I was at a restaurant, and there was fish, this uh, fried fish thing. And I was like, man, I really want that. I can't, though, because I'm vegan. And then a little voice inside my head said, hey, I've got an idea. Why not abandon your principles? (laughs) And I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. So then I ate the fish, and then I wasn't vegan for a while. And then I became vegan again. Um, I can't do it now. Uh, for two reasons. One, uh, because, of course, Jennifer cooks the delicious food uh, that is not vegan. And um, secondly, because I am now eating Magic Spoon, uh, the cereal, right. a lot. And it is... Almost exclusively, from what I understand. Whey-based. Um, yeah. I would no say, way. Yeah, I eat... Basically, this is what it is. I eat Magic Spoon for... Anything that I'm doing that isn't Jennifer's uh, dinner. So, um, but I, I, you know, I'll have almond milk with it. I'll have a banana, you know, occasionally. But I've been oh, filling out a lot of their surveys. They they have a couple of things like they say, uh, what what new flavors would you like us to uh, to do? Of course, cotton candy is what I said. That would be you know amazing. A, if if I eat nothing but cotton candy cereal, eh, that's like um, you will get tired aesthetic. of that eventually. Yeah, but I'll get tired of it less than other things. Um, 
I'm trying all their different flavors. Right now I'm eating s'mores. Hey, do you remember s'mores cereal? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I ever had it, though. Yeah, they were like... I wish I could remember exactly, but I think they were like little grams with uh, chocolate, I, I want to say. I remember liking it. I think they were like... I want to say there were little gram tubes with chocolate in it, but I could be wrong. Oh, hey. By the way. Yeah. Um, there's a... Did we go to Annie's when you were here? It's a frozen custard place in, in Edwardsville. No, we went to that uh, restaurant on Route 66, that like 50s themed diner. Oh, and a candy yeah. Shop. Man, uh, too bad about that place, by the way. Giant Donald Trump statue. What? Once they put <laughs> oh, that up, Jesus. I was like, mm, well. Oh, man. No, thanks. Um, but yeah, I like bad. that place. Um, Not surprising, though. The reason I would mention it, uh, Annie's frozen custard. Are you familiar with what a concrete is? No. Okay, so you know Not what a shake is. Not in relation is. to frozen custard. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's you. You have mixing and all that. So what a concrete is is it's it's pretty much a shake. Like you use they use the still the spinny shake thing and all that, but they don't put any milk in it. That's just the custard. And the custard, as you know, is thicker than ice cream and all that. Right. So what it what it comes out to is kind of a soft serve consistency um, thing in a cup that is sort of like a shake, but you eat it with a spoon. There's no you do not attempt to eat it with a straw. It's a Yeah. Okay, so Dairy Queen has the Does blizzard. It... Yeah. The blizzard is kind of I mean, that's kind of where they got the blizzard from i mean the like the wendy's has a similar thing i think where you i don't think you actually eat it with a straw or drink it with a straw you have to eat it with a spoon but it is a shake type drink I, wait I you're not talking about the frosty are you the frosty i think that's what I'm okay so the yeah. frosty is still a shake it's still on the shake side of things it's on, um, it's on the shake spectrum yeah a, a concrete if there were a I didn't spectrum, say it was the same and, thing. I said it sounds like it might be similar. No, no, no. Uh, but but the, the, the thing about the concrete is um, they always have uh, mix-ins, right? So, yeah. so you, can, you can go to a custard place and get a plain uh, dish of uh, vanilla. You can get a sundae, you know, all that. But most people get a concrete, and it... And you have the, the ice cream base, which is normally vanilla, right? Some concrete place, some uh, some places now, some frozen custard places uh, have chocolate just always available. But most places, at least in the old times, were just vanilla custard. You could get vanilla custard. If you wanted something different, you would get a concrete. And the way it worked is uh, you have like a syrup that you put in. Or you could choose not to have one. And then you have a, a, a solid thing that you put in. So, for instance, um, what I had last night, I had uh, peanut butter syrup and uh, toasted coconut. Have you ever had a Zagnut bar? Maybe. Um, well, or or um, a, a chicka stick? No. Okay. Well, anyway, it's uh, peanut butter and coconut mixed together and 
Um, it was really the first time that I understood what a concrete was for. It's you you mix your flavors together and have an, an entirely new uh, sensation. I used to just eat vanilla. That was the main thing. But now I'm, uh, I'm branching out. So you had one of these yesterday? Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Yes, I had one of these yesterday. Normally, I would just get a small dish of vanilla. That's normally, uh, for a long time, that's all I got. Now I get it. So I'm going to make new stuff. I liked uh, to, you know, experiment with new flavors when I got to, uh, say, places like uh, build your own ice cream sundae kind of thing or a soda fountain at a, at a Rax's in downtown Lacey. Just mixing together all the flavors. Just Wait, at a Rax? Yeah, did you ever have Rax's? Yeah. R-A-X in the Midwest? Yeah. Did they have a soda fountain there? Because they didn't when I was growing up. But yeah. Wow. They also had they also had a, a make your own salad salad bar, which uh, was uh, felt was like it, part of their thing. I felt like they were trying to be like an upscale, like more healthy fast food joint. Was Rax's Wally Gator? I don't remember their mascot. Okay. Well, uh, I remember they had the Jamocha Shake. Um, and, and yeah, they were roast beef, roast beef, racks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, but where I was heading was, uh, I used to do that, but in my older age, that doesn't appeal to me anymore. And in fact, a, a peanut butter coconut concoction does not sound good to me. Oh, man. Also, like, I don't, I don't like either of those flavors. Like I don't, I definitely don't like coconut, and my taste for peanut butter has definitely decreased since I was a child. Well, if you don't like them uh, separately, just wait until <laughs> I get to eat one and you don't. That's what would happen. So I'd say, Ben, I, I'll take, I'll take this from you. If if one were forced on me, uh, you can you can have it. I don't care. Um, so Paul, our uh, friend from last week, uh, uh, is is chiming in on the chat. Uh, is this um, uh, drunk? I believe is the, yes, uh, yes, yes. Says, oh, well, uh, welcome, welcome back. Uh, repeat a listener. A nice way to conceal your true identity on social media. A very good idea, one that I did not adhere to when I signed up for YouTube. Uh, they say drunk is, or sorry, they say vanilla is the best flavor. Uh, I think in relation to, to concretes, because we established like we they, they well, lived in the vanilla, same area. You know, again, you would eat it without the concrete. But, but yeah. vanilla is a very good flavor. For, every for great ice cream has a base. Every great ice cream has a base of vanilla ice cream. It's funny. So Molly Moons is right down the street here, and if I get to work in the morning soon enough, I can see their delivery of their base. They don't make the ice cream at Molly Moons. So I think it's Snoqualmie makes it. Molly Moons what? only mixes the flavors. Yeah, true oh, facts. My they don't make God. the ice cream there. They 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 farm it in. Uh, is it from is Snoqualmie. it Molly Moons ice cream at all, or is it a different ice cream company? Altogether. It's a different. Well, see, I don't know if Snoqualmie owns Molly Moons. I do not know, but it you is Snoqualmie ice cream. I need to go to a general store in Bunker Hill. They have uh, sorghum molasses that I need to pick up. I keep on forgetting. 
So, uh, so yeah, they, they mix the flavors there at Molly Moons. They don't, they don't actually make the ice cream. But there's a question for you, Paul, that maybe uh, uh, we've talked about this in the past, the pod pod in the past. Maybe you'll want to explain it again. Uh, the question is, are you in a mattress fort? It is, okay, it is a moving blanket fort. Uh, let me, uh, this is going to be uh, a new thing. I'm going to take it, I'm going to take the, the thing going off. Going on a field thing. trip. Just wait a second. It's going to happen. Oh, that's right. There's no button. Um, okay, so <laughs> can I flip it around? I Oh, no. I just made myself bigger. That's no good. Oh, God. I hate it. Oh, no. Now I just this see myself. Why Why is this happening? This no, I don't like awesome. it. Oh, there we go. Ben's back. Okay, yeah. so um, oh, if you can see nope. Ben, is kind that, of. can you see that? Uh, PVC. Yeah, I'm seeing a little bit of. You gotta fix the base there. Looks like part of it's come off. Yeah, that's broken. Look at this one. <laughs> Both of them oh are my off. God. My God. This one is good. How, can, how do you live with yourself? This one is good. Ah, because this isn't really mine. Uh, <laughs> um, and right. and she can't she can't get down to pound them in. She can't get down to pound them in. You heard it here first, Ben. <laughs> And of course, you're not okay. going to to debase yourself by fixing the, oh, I, the I moving will. blanket fort. Eventually, now that we've called you out on it, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's one one of the reasons why I quit uh, the um, TikTok. By the way, I had a dream that someone asked me to rejoin. Like, I had to rejoin TikTok for like the government or whatever. I I still remember Ben. I I left that with. 13,000 followers could have monetized my channel had I stuck around, but I decided not to. And part of the reason was people kept on telling me to clean my house. And I was like, no thanks. <laughs> Never again. But that wasn't the main reason. It was, uh... <sighs> Man. You just don't like being told what to do by strangers? I, it's not that. It's, uh... I, I like to be able to, um... Control what it is that I consume, I guess is what I would say. And uh, the algorithm uh, plays around a little bit too much, I think. So you had a dream that but somebody I, I approached a, you I had a dream and, and they were begged like, you, you have to come to, back to TikTok. You, you have to come back to TikTok, Paul. And normally, you know, if I have a dream like that, I'll listen to it. I would have uh, signed up. But uh, as soon as I woke up, I was like, no, no, not this time. I actually, uh, you know, the, you, you remember, Ben, you were through this uh, a little bit when remember, we had ben. the, um, you know, I was writing, I had a writing partner and eventually I stopped writing and there was like a, a you know, kind of bad feelings and it was a little bit. It um, turned into a thing from what I understand. Turned into a thing for a little bit. Uh, things are okay now, but um, yeah, good. that was, that was dream based. Um, but the, the dream itself, right, was just me, um, having, having the exact same problem that I had in the real, uh, the real world where it's just like, I'm doing all this stuff, nothing's coming out of it. And I would rather be doing all this other stuff. And I, and I woke up and I was like, okay, a little bit on the nose, but I get it. And I was like, yeah, I should probably stop doing this. And it worked out great. I feel much better. Much less stress. Well, that's good. It's good for your mental health, you know. Yes. My mental health, specifically. Indeed. Not necessarily the mental health of 
the people that I was doing things with. But they'll get over it. In general. Eventually. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I'm focusing more on role playing now, which is um, like writing for television, except you do it for like poor people. Which is fine. <laughs> and and it never goes anywhere, it just stays in the room. Exactly. And staying in the room in this day and age, Ben, not that bad of a thing. Because I often pull out the line uh, that we talked about, um, uh, that we've talked about recently, where it's it's much more fun to do art when you're not expecting to get paid from it. When you're not expecting to get paid from it, that's number one. And two, and this is a live theater thing, a live, not recorded theater thing, where the people that are there for that specific show are going to see a show that no one else is going to see. Pretty cool. I think. Um, I do like the idea, you know, that people can see the type of show. You know, like, um, what yeah. was what was the 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 one that that they did? I don't know if it was an open circle. I think it was open circle, but I could be wrong. Um, it was a it was a serial, like a Dukes of Hazard kind of. Um, you know, every week they had a mother money and run money and run. Yeah, that money was a theater schmeter. Theater schmeter. Uh, I love I love that concept, money and run. It was great, yeah. right? You have <clears throat> because you you have the episode, and it runs a couple of nights, so you know everyone sees kind of the same show, but there's enough stuff, uh, enough variations in it that um, it's a little different different each time. What was the one yeah. at um what what was the theater um where uh, Egyptian Book of the Dead something. was at the empty space. The empty space. Um, okay, so now the Herbert Burgle uh, empty space show with the uh, the rotating cast, the Gas Man. Uh, Richard Lefebvre was in it one time. Uh, you know, that sort of thing. I like that, too. That's a where... Seattle theater deep cut right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I, w I think about The Gas Man often. I, I think it's a really good uh, really good show. I don't think I ever saw it. Oh. Um, Kevin Seal, your friend of mine, uh, was, in, was in it one time. Yeah, former MTV VJ Kevin Seal. That's right. Oh. Uh, hey, so, um, uh, Paul, what, what college did you go to? I went to uh, Univers University of Missouri at Columbia. And SIU, so, Southern Illinois University of Edwardsville. Southern Illinois University of Edwardsville, S-I-U-E? Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville, S-I-U-E. All right. Well, uh, looks like uh, uh, drunk almost went there for college. Oh, it's did not you enjoy bad. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I went, it was a while back, and so it it was mostly a commuter college at the time. You're old. But now it's yeah. a little bit better. Um, as far as you know, there's actually a student like presence off campus. There's cooler stuff. 
Um, I don't know how old Drunk is, but Edwardsville used to be a lot less cool than it is now. <laughs> Not to say that it's super cool, um, but it used to be. I know I was there. It was it was fun when I was when I visited a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, had, much, it's still. I mean, I, we never went to campus, but it, it's it still had a very small town feel to it. Yeah, small town feel, but also you can uh, get soy milk now, as an example. <laughs> you can get soy milk. And uh, how are your how are your um, foreign food uh, d- uh, uh, selections at the grocery stores? Um, they're they're much um, much better again than they were. Um, there used to be none. Now there are some. Yeah. Some much better than none. Oh, uh, by the way, I found that celery soda I was looking for. There was a deli that had it. In fact, Ben, this <clears throat> might be exciting. Paul. Uh, yes. if you have a moment, I'll, I'll continue talking. Uh, I'm going to go upstairs and get oh, it God. and I am going to drink it on the camera. Ooh, this is an exclusive of, uh, Paul. <laughs> um, so, I'm going so there's, there's yeah, are there more questions? yeah, that's, I can kind of hear you, but your it sounds like your internet is not having a very fun time. Well, that came in clear. I know what you mean, though, about you know only finding a thing in certain locations. There's a there's a particular type of beer that I enjoy, and there's like three stores in town that sell it. So if I want to have a pyramid apricot ale, which is one of my favorite summer brews, I have to go to one of three stores in town. It's annoying because it's not at my normal you know shopping store. Yeah. Um, that would be a good name for an album. Summer Brews, but Brews is B-R-U-I-S-E. Summer Brews. <laughs> okay, this is it. All right, so this is the famous celery it's soda. Dr. Brown's Celery. Doc Brown? Yeah, Dr. I follow Christopher Lloyd on Twitter, and he announced that if you sent him uh, Christopher Lloyd fan art, he would retweet it. So at a certain point today, my entire Twitter feed was just Christopher Lloyd fan art. Um, so you a lot can't of Back really to the see... Future, some taxi. It um, looks like a big green can eating your face. The soda itself is. Um, Kind of yellowish, sort of grayish. Um, looks like a ginger ale, kind of. Okay. Uh, the taste, Ben. Um, it does have a celery taste to it. Uh, spicy, a little bit. Some people say spicy. Uh, again, spicy. like a ginger ale. It has like a little... Yeah. But yeah, it. here's the way I would describe it. Um, imagine that you put some seven up in your mouth and then you chew a celery stick. <laughs> it's gold. And then, it's And then you swallow that. <laughs> Whatever taste is left in your mouth, that's what this tastes like. Again, these taste, these flavor combinations just do not sound appealing to me. 
It's an acquired taste. For sure. Seven up and celery. Yeah. Um. So we. So this the show has been compared to like watching uh, Seinfeld. Uh, it's about nothing, but it's amazingly about nothing. Salute, this is gold. Wow, thank you so much. I, I'm guessing that was drunk uh, again? Yes, our, our only friend on the show with us you, today. You know, drunk, this is actually special. <clears throat> ben and I have, have talked about this in the past. About how eventually there will be a viewer that doesn't know us, that just finds the show, <laughs> we would often talk about what that viewer would think of it. Week. Would it be interesting? Would it be, you know, the idea, and I guess we've done this a little bit incorrectly, but it might be just that we've been doing it for a while. The idea was that because the show didn't have anything to it, it would not be compelling, and therefore people wouldn't watch for that long. Um, yeah. Maybe talking about that is the thing that makes it not interesting. <laughs> but we'll see. What's your shirt say, by the way, Ben? It says Mariners, because mm. I like baseball and I live in Seattle. Yeah. Hey, so, uh... And I'm actually going to the game on Saturday. Who is the most famous player on the Mariners right now? That is a good question. Uh, there aren't any big marquee names. Um, like Ichiro's oh. gone, right? Ichiro's gone. Uh, the Mariners do have a, a, a talented young rookie by the name of Julio Rodriguez, who is tearing up MLB. Unfortunately, he's uh, he's on the injured list right now. Oh no! But he but he uh, he'll be back soon. But yeah, he's um, uh, the league normally uh, doesn't really pay attention to Seattle because we're so far out of the way. Right. Um, we're not a very big market team. But Julio Julio is putting Seattle back on the MLB map. So nice. it, it's fun. Is, it's fun watching this young man play. What does Julio? Uh, what position does he play? He plays center field. Oh, look at me! I could be center field, and I am. My name, Julio Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. um, is he? Is he also he a, a a good batter? Is that what the the interest is? And in, in fact, and drunk just mentioned this on the chat, he uh, he came in second in the All-Star Game Home Run Derby. Wow. Derby, not Derby. Uh, behind Juan Derby, Soto. Again, uh, great, <laughs> great Schoolyard Bullies album. We should, we should, we should do another album. Yeah, I would, I would, I would enjoy that. Um, we have to get Brett back. Yeah. Brad and I were, were exchanging emails for a while, and then uh, I dropped the ball. And I apologize to Did Brett. Did somebody was not come listening. to you in a dream to tell you to stop emailing with Brett? No, I just I just stopped doing it. Um, that happens sometimes, where I just do stuff. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You know, but maybe, maybe a dream. Can't be sure. I'm guilty of that, too. I, I, I still have, I still have <laughs> guilt about dropping a, dropping the ball in a, uh, for in communication with somebody that has happened like 15 years ago. Like I still think, "Oh right, I need to write that person back." And it's been 15 years. That was the way it was with me and Troy lots of times. Um, I would see Troy and I'd be like, "Oh, Troy, probably should have written, "Hey, maybe drunk noise, drunk knows Troy Lund. Any any chance?" Just because Troy was Missouri-based for a while. 
Yeah. And also John Hamm. John John Hamm. Uh, John Goodman, obviously. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Um, no, I told you about that. I took a script analysis class with John Hamm. Yes, you did tell uh, me that. And he was, he was as nice as people would have liked him to be. Um, we weren't, like, friends, but he was friendly uh, to me at the time. He was in your class. He wasn't teaching the class. No, he was in my class. Yeah, he and I are yeah. are around the same age. Um, yeah, but because he was teaching classes in St. Louis, yeah. I think. I know that he had he had Ellie Kemper as a student. I heard I heard about that. I think he mentioned this on his uh, appearance on WTF with Mark Maron. He mentioned that. That's something. Uh, The VP Fair, Ben. If only drunk had been on when we were talking about that. The VP Fair. Veiled Prophet VP Fair, now called Fair St. Louis. There we go. Um, Yeah. Trying to distance from that, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if, if oh. I remember correctly, um, yeah, go on. started as a celebration of breaking a strike that had happened in St. Louis. Yeah. Down with the strikes. Ugh. Um, Ben, shake my fist. Breaking it. Well, breaking up. No, no, no. I'd say that sarcastically. I think I know. Uh, I, know I know. Unions are needed. Um, speaking of fairs, guess what's this weekend? Uh, Bumbershoot? No, Seafair. Oh, Do you know how C-fair. I know? Do you know oh, how I know Seafair this weekend? The, the freaking Blue Angels? <laughs> the Blue Angels have been buzzing the building the entire day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, we lived right in their flight path uh, when we lived at uh, the, the house that you moved me out of. Yeah. Uh, as well. Oh, yeah, drunk. Yeah, this will be interesting uh, for you to hear. Um, so I got my job here in uh illinois on a friday and they wanted me to be at work on tuesday so i got my wife and kid in the car and drove back uh to stay at my parents house meanwhile the man you're seeing on the screen there right there ben lawrence packed up everything in my house and uh put it in a pod and mailed it to me so yeah, I am forever in his debt, and uh, packed up and almost everything him. in the house. Got rid of almost everything else. Cleaned the house. You cleaned it too? I can't. Well, that's amazing. Well, um, cleaned it all of, uh, out of your stuff. Yeah, that's that's good. I I, I really appreciate that. Um, I, I went back him by being late uh, for the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, half hour late. Oh, that might be a new record if we still do the I, show. I think it is. A, uh, I think it is, a, a, it is definitely a record for sure. But I don't know if I ever told you this. Maybe I did. Um, when I went back to look at the open house once the uh, once uh, it was all cleaned out and uh, just to see, you know, what, if they had done anything uh, to it. Something they did do: they power washed the front walkway, and it looked amazing. Yeah, um, that definitely happened after we moved out. Yeah, um, we I've, didn't do anything to it. Although Jennifer <clears throat> fell down those steps, um, I'm not surprised. Those were some scary, especially in the wet. Come on, mm-hmm. and no handrail. Yep. Wait, did you have a, a like a pipe handrail? Am I, am I remembering that incorrectly? There was a pipe handrail. 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, okay. It did not um, cover everything, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Was she okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming a couple bruises. Um, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, landed on a slug, though. Insult to injury. <laughs> um, I think it softened it on... the blow somewhat. Yeah. But I think there was a met like there was a metal um, grate, you know, for water or power or whatever. One of those things that's in the ground. I think yeah. she hit that as oh, well. Okay. And it had a slug on it. So, uh, not great, not great. And now, uh, not again, great, Bob. Like I've mentioned before, she wants to move. Yeah. Uh, the ongoing I, saga. How's that going? I cannot move yet. Um. I will say this, uh, someone uh, asked me if I'd be interested in working for them. Uh, as you know, I already have uh, the job that I'm working remotely from here, but that job uh, won't last forever, so I'm looking into it. Um, but one of the things they asked me was what my salary was and would I be willing to tell them. And I, I kind of, you know, vacillated back and forth, and then I was like, no, of course, you know. What's the worst that can happen? They they say, because here's the thing, right? They want me to work for them. So I say, this is the salary I'm making now. If they yeah. offer me less, then I know something about them. If they offer me more, then I know something about them. Um, I, I feel like being cagey with how much I'm getting paid doesn't do me any favors. Um, so there's, there's a big push uh, in modern workplaces to be open with how much people are making uh it's an equitable practice that way people who are making uh less money than they are worth or than like a somebody who they are as qualified with um say you know if you have a woman and a man doing the same job they find out the woman finds out she's not making as much money as the man but you know they're doing the same thing processes can start to happen well that's but exactly it, it, why they don't want you to share your no, salaries. exactly. No, yeah. businesses don't want to do this. Don't want you to do this. And in fact, I think some places put have have rules on the rule books in the HR about you know keeping your salary quiet. And I find that when I I'm never asked how much money I make by anybody except like the IRS. But um, I find that I think what keeps a lot of people from talking about what their salaries are. Is it might be like shame that they're making so little. Like, oh, you know, I only, you know, I've been working here for, you know, uh, 15 years and my salary is, you know, $45,000 a year. God damn, it's only $45,000 a year after 15 years. What's wrong with, you know, that kind of thing. That's, or maybe that's just where my mind goes. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there, one of the things I'm reminded now of a commercial. I don't know if you ever saw it. It was by some financial institution about protecting your company from hackers or yeah. some some security team. And it was a, a man and a woman and they're and they're they hacked into a HR thing. And he's like, look at this. This executive makes this much more than this executive. And she goes, wow, I wonder what. I wonder if they know. And he goes, they do now. I just emailed this out to the entire company. <laughs> and I loved it because it was like, haha, uh, hackers are gonna are going to ruin your HR practices. I, I thought it was great because I think 
whatever ad agency made that um, probably sold some people on the idea of uh, buying the service. Yeah. Probably. I would be, probably. I would be uh, concerned. Hey, Ben. Yes, You Paul. know what else I haven't been doing? What haven't you been doing? I haven't been looking at the news. Have you looked at the news at all? I have looked at the news somewhat. Is there anything you can quiz me on that I can guess? Yes. In fact, there was something that happened. Uh, so I don't know if you're familiar with um, Alex Jones from InfoWars. Oh, shoot. Ben, I know this one. I, I actually know this. You one. have been paying attention to the news. No, no, this is what happened. This happened this morning. Uh, in my email, my Reddit public freakout, uh, or uh, watch people die inside. I think it was watch people die inside. Yeah. Which I don't go to anymore because uh, Reddit uses um, very bad practices to make you download their app. If you try to go to them in a browser, it'll say, um, things are better than the app. Do you want to use the, use the app? And you say no. Oh, yeah. It says, oh, this has adult content. We need you to um, verify your age. You should download the app. And you say no. And you just read the comments. And then it says, S to see more comments, download the app. Like, it won't yeah. stop. So I don't really read it that much. But uh, the, the post that they had... They can't, they can't stop you from looking at it because it was on Twitter. So I was, I, I went to Twitter and again didn't have to sign in, but I watched the thing. And let me tell you what you were going to talk to me about, and you tell me if it's right. Okay. So, so Alex Jones is of course being sued by the parents of Sandy Hook, um, because he called Sandy Hook a false flag. And at one point in time, under oath, they asked if he had had uh, any uh, text communications about Sandy Hook on his phone. And he said no. The lawyer for the uh, parents asked him again if, if that was the case, if he said that it didn't happen. He said, yes, I'd be really interested to hear about how you have this evidence you say you have, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, that I had these texts on my phone. And he said, this is what happened. Your lawyer mailed me an entire digital copy of your phone. And when I told him about it, he didn't do anything to stop me from having it. So as of two days ago, uh, I am able to use this now. And this is how I know that you're lying to me. And the thing that was, was nice to watch, uh, it was Alex Jones going, well, you have it. So I, I, so I gave it to you. I don't understand. He was trying to play it off as though this was him compelling, being, uh, compliant. And the judge had to, had to caution both the lawyer and Mr. Jones to, to please stick to asking questions and answering questions don't editorialize and all that but so it came it basically came out that um yeah he he has his lawyer to thank for this evidence that he had perjured himself he does need to get new lawyers 
Yes, that is exactly what what what, what happened in the news lately. <clears throat> that's the There's only, also it's amazing that, that I knew that. <laughs> uh, there was there was something else that happened in the news. Maybe you'll know this. Uh, this was this was brought to us by our our viewer drunk. Oh, um, nice. So there was. Are you familiar with the WNBA star who was detained in Russia over okay. drug possession? I do. I don't know her name, but I do know that that happened. All right. Uh, well, her name is Brittany Griner, okay. and uh, they 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 came down with a verdict. So can you guess? How many years she's being sentenced to a Russian prison? Okay. I there there are two ways that this would be interesting. One is if it's very slight, one if it's very uh, long. I'm gonna say fifty years. You would be wrong. Oh. That would be way too much. Okay. So what is it? It's or do you nine. Want me to guess it? Nine. No, we can go round and round, but yeah, nine uh, years for uh, and I, I heard... Laurie. Oh, nine. Hey, uh, cops got his work cut out for him. Nine and a <laughs> half, technically, I guess. Um, and f from what I understand, I haven't I haven't read too much into the story, but the drug possession was cannabis oil in a vape stick. Ah. Uh. Okay. And so now, now, and as if we haven't had enough diplomatic issues with Russia already, now Biden has to try to figure out a way to to get Brittany Griner out of Russia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ooh boy, oh boy, that that's a very interesting kettle of fish. Maybe should. Maybe should have led with that so we can end on the uh, the Schadenfreude of Alex Jones um, oh. having to pay the parents of uh, no, the Sandy I, Hook I'm, kids I'm very happy million dollars. Drunk uh, helped out with the news thing because that's uh, <laughs> you know sometimes neither you or I have watched it, so it makes it a little bit more difficult. This is true fact. Uh, uh, and yeah, today uh, it was pouring down rain and it was sunny outside have you seen nope yet by the way ben nope i have not seen it yet all right we've talked about this already you are uh i'm not going to the theaters. because yeah. yeah you live in a huge city uh, when we saw it this is the other thing when we saw it it was very sparse seating i mean you know what i mean like like uh, sorry yeah. uh not very sparse seating, very open seating that's not yeah. many people in the theater itself. It was sparsely attended. Sparsely attended. Yeah. But uh, my my uh, across the street, my sometimes across the street neighbor Evan saw it, so I was able to get some of my. Uh, You're you were my able to talk out. about it to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so that was good. You're some now. Let's 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 parse that sentence. You're sometimes yeah. across the street neighbor. So. So Evan used to live across the street from me, uh, and now he only sometimes is across the street from me. Isn't really living over across the street anymore, but still shows up um, to to do like some uh, housework and stuff. He was he was a younger man, and now he's moved out of his family home, 
And so he sometimes returns to do more uh, stuff for, like, you know, the parental yeah. unit inside of the, the house. But he is All not right. living inside the house. All right. And, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, drunk just briefly. I did say that I'm not going to theaters, and I am actually in a theater. I'm in a live theater. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's it's, a good point. I'm the only one here, but <laughs> this isn't this isn't an effect. This is an I'm at an actual theater, and look, there's the stage, and so is anything planned for the stage uh, within the la- the next? Uh, there, no, <laughs> not there's no no live performances planned. Um, they are doing a. They're, a, they're doing a film. Annex is helping produce a, a film of a play written by, I think, Marcus Gorman and one other person. Who is Marcus Gorman? Um, Do I know Marcus Gorman? Uh, did you were, did you ever see or know of the play Deers here at Deer, Annex? Deers, is it is it the animal Deers or is it the... Um, the yeah, it was, it, was, it was basically... It was... Uh, if Cheers was populated populated by animals, <laughs> no, but I like it. That's that's yeah. Nice. It was one of our late nights here. Um, so yeah, uh, but there's nothing. There, we're we're gonna have a Boggle Night in October. Uh, CBS is spearheading that one, so I gotta I gotta get a camera to put up in the grid so we can have a top down view oh, of the tabletop. Uh, of course, um, Ben, can you explain CBS just in case uh, someone were <laughs> to think that. Um, the actual new uh, network. Uh, CBS. Involved. CBS is our former artistic director, Catherine Blake Smith, and she goes by CBS, which I think is great. Uh, but ooh, speaking about great, uh, we've got about two more minutes, Ben. Anything that we and wanna... I just finished my water. Hey, we did it. Two minutes. Hey, should we quickly uh, re- review? Th- um... Uh, one of our last, old, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, one yeah. of our old pieces. Yeah, so uh, um, so I'm gonna ask you this, Paul. Every time, oh, I should. Do you remember this what time. we talked about last time? I should remember this, but I don't. Ugh, it's the worst. So, uh, some of them in this very theater, of course. Um, oh wait, yes, I do. I do remember. It was celebrity impressions. Celebrity impressions. No, no, it isn't. It isn't. We talked about celebrity impressions, but it wasn't yeah, celebrity impressions. We didn't. I'm do wrong. That. Dang it. <laughs> we did talk about. Um, it. Oh, you know what we did? You know what we talked about? What was it? Um, midnight road trip to Tacoma with oh, Paul and Ben. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, midnight road trip to Tacoma. Uh, drunk. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the. Seattle to Tacoma ratio, but it would be kind of like if you're doing a show in uh, St. Louis and you convince uh, people to get in a car and drive with you to, oh, I'm going to say, like Scott Air Force Base. Not exactly, you know, uh, super far, but far enough. Well, actually, Scott Air Force Base, I don't know. It's actually sort of closer than I thought. Maybe maybe drive to, let's say, Alton. Uh, then again, Alton. Maybe right across the river, too. Uh, Edwardsville? 
That's a half hour. How far is how far is Tacoma from Saint from Seattle? Uh, well, at that time of day, it probably would have only taken like uh, twenty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Alton, Alton is a great example. So um, the next the next thing what happened uh, the following month? I already closed the page, so I can't find it. But it's um, virtual Bruce. Do you remember when? Did we, we have Bruce on a TV? We had Bruce on a TV, and we were essentially the hosts who were being taught how to host Spin the Bottle by a virtual Bruce. Ah, uh, yes. I, I fondly remember that. Um, it, it really tugs at the old audio-visual heartstrings. Uh, fun little... Uh, and also, a- I like Bruce. Bruce Hall uh, is the was the host of the cabaret for for much of the time that we were there. Yeah, I would say the golden years, <clears throat> indeed uh, for sure. Uh, I do remember. Days. I mean, there were a lot of things I remember about that performance. But the what I mostly remember is that um, I almost hurt Brett Fetzer incredibly, like physically hurt him accidentally. After the show, so we had this TV on this rolling cart, kind of like a like an AV cart you'd find in an elementary school in the '80s, and it was bungee corded. I had the TV bungee corded on top of this thing. After the show, I'm taking it off. I'm taking. I'm undoing the bungee cords. Brett's walking past me, and it slipped out of my hand and went thwack right in front of him. So if he had just been a step. Ahead, it would have got him in the face, probably. I thought. I thought you were saying. I, I thought. I, I was imagining the TV almost falling on him while I was sitting in the audience or whatever. But that is not what happened. So nope. I feel a little bit better about that. All right. Well, Ben, it is oh. another show gone. We did it. <laughs> hey, we did it. Didn't think this was going to happen today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm sorry, <laughs> but thank you for uh, for sticking around, and thank you, drunk, for showing up. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, you know, it's always nice to know that there's one person watching. Well, is, yeah, I mean, Stephen, if Stephen isn't watching this live stream, he he eventually listens to the show. And I bet you he will uh, text me and tell me more about the uh, the ornery vegan pizza owner. I feel as though Stephen is that I guess the difference is Stephen is part of the show. Well, now Drunk is actually part of the show, too. He's been uh, participating. So maybe I'm a little bit off. But anyway. We're open uh, to everybody. Steven is uh, is uh, a, a collaborator and uh, sometimes patron of the show. I would say. Yep. All righty. Well, uh, and, uh, Paul. Uh, allow me to say uh, 10-4, good buddy. Uh <laughs> Copy Get the that. peanut butter out your ears and uh, take a listen to the Goody Learns podcast next week when we meet again. And until then, I keep it wrong. Paul, I implore you to keep it wrong and I'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. And uh, thanks again to Drunk for, for uh, showing up and watching. Yeah. Keep it wrong. See you all later. Bye. Yeah. Room tone. And we're clear. Hey! Oh, shoot. I hadn't stopped it. Damn it! It's still going! Why isn't it stopping? Oh, I'm I'm using the wrong button.